Hey yo! It is Kaz with Deep Dish Gaming, and this is Pat. <laughs> and uh, we're here to dish it out. Um, so today was IGN Summer of Gaming Day Three. Um, we had a few games premiere. Some of them good, some of them bad, some in between. Um, why don't we start off with the good ones real quick? This will be a nice little bite-sized episode. Won't be too long. So. Pat, what, what what do you have? What made an, a good impression for you? Okay, well there were there were not a ton that really debuted that jumped out to me. Um, I thought the game Thirteen Sentinels: Aegis Realm, uh, yeah, that's the name for it. Thought it looked interesting. Uh, it was from Atlas, so you know the guys behind Persona. Um, so it looked interesting. Uh, very anime, which mm-hmm. I mean appeals to me, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, I really have no idea what to expect. It kind of made me think of Octopath Traveler with all the branching different storylines that are intertwined. Mm-hmm. That's a cool gameplay storytelling mechanic. No idea what the gameplay is going to be like. Um, I'll give it a shot. I'll check mm-hmm. it out. Um, the Total War of Troy looked mm-hmm. interesting. Never played any of those games, but I like RTS. Mm-hmm. And the final game they debuted, uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker. It, uh, Looks like a very fun kind of sit back and chill game in the in the same vein as like Viscera Cleanup or one of the games along those lines. Okay. Um, it looked fun, and obviously it goes without saying. Fantasy Star, I love the series. I have absolutely no idea what was going on in that trailer. It started <laughs> out like, oh, it's Fantasy Star, and then like, uh, maybe maybe it's not. Is this is this Gundam? What's mm. happening here? Why are they fighting World War Two planes? Why are they on Earth? <laughs> I was very confused, but uh, excited to see where it goes nonetheless. What about you? Um, I think I'm pretty much on the same boat in terms of the games that we liked. Uh, I'd say number one that kind of caught me definitely was Everspace 2. Uh, wow. I really liked the way that that game looked and everything. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, like, I get how it plays. Like, It's obviously like dogfights, and they're... they're making a big deal out of the gameplay of making this really big kind of open world, or I guess in this case, open universe um, sort of game where you can just like travel to different star systems. I think there's, they said there was like eight to 10 different star star systems or something like that. Um, it looked really cool. And just the way that you can enter planets, it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, no man's sky, but with a the- little bit, yeah, but with just a bit more emphasis on the um, dogfighting aspect and everything and, you know, ship battles. Uh, they talked a lot about customizing your ship, where it's from different wings and having primary and secondary weapons and stuff of that nature. Uh, it just looked like a really pretty game, uh, especially considering that it was from a Kickstarter. So Yeah, and they said that it's going to be a pervasive universe this time, which is interesting considering, if I remember correctly, the first game was a roguelite. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I, I never played, but apparently you've had experience with it, Pat. You played the first one? About 45 minutes. Okay. What do you think? Not enough to give it a fair assessment. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was looking for something new to play. It did not immediately hook me, so I just kind of passed on and played something else. Mm-hmm. But no, the first game was gorgeous, too. The gameplay felt fun. I just yeah, I didn't quite get the hang of it, and the tutorial was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I really spent a ton of time with it beyond that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, you did mention No Man's Sky. Quick, uh, quick news about that. That's now on Xbox Games Pass. Oh, is it? Well, yeah. then. They uh, added it today or yesterday. 
Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, yeah, I guess if you haven't played No Man's Sky, I know it kind of gets some flack and everything from its release before, but I heard since the update, it's gotten a lot better. It is, and they introduced full crossplay today. PC, um, um, PS4, and Xbox players all together. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. We can all play together and not have to worry about different systems and everything like that. I love that. Love it. Um, but uh, let's see. So besides Everspace 2, uh, the other one was one you mentioned, 13 Sentinels. <laughs> just yeah. like you, I have really no idea what it's going to be about. It's just the thing that caught me was obviously just the art style. It just looked like something that a uh, otaku like me would play <laughs> and everything. So um, it just looked nice. And I'm getting kind of heavy visual novel feels going on and everything. But, you know... Uh, kind of come standard with some Japanese games and everything, but uh, if if looks could kill, it looked nice and everything. So it already has my interest. I just kind of want to see more of the gameplay to see what's going on with it. Um, but besides that, um, those two games, I think those were the ones that kind of hit me the most. Uh, the Total War that you mentioned, Total War, uh, what's it, Troy. Troy, um, yeah. yeah, that was really interesting. I'm not really big into RTSs, but uh, I did like how they decided to do things this time by they kept saying, you know, going back to the Bronze Age and having um, like deities like on your side in a sense. Um, and like the way that they constructed uh, like these people's beliefs to influence kind of like the the factors of like say like their stats their stamina and everything like I thought that was a pretty unique way to incorporate um, to incorporate like their beliefs and the religion and gods deities into the gameplay by not actually give them physically like uh, like a god or say um, or like these mythical creatures I, I remember he he was talking about the centaurs and everything and uh, how he, they constructed it so that it would make sense that if someone was really adapt basically at like doing horseback and everything and riding on horses while fighting, that it was kind of, kind of spread that myth of like the centaur people, you know, that it's like, these people are so good. They must be one with the horse and everything. So it's interesting, the kind of the, the stuff they, the, um, the, the routes they take to come up and try to justify these myths that we think of today, like centaurs and minotaurs, and then kind of stripping them apart and trying to see, well, maybe it, this myth exists because of this and everything. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Speaking of anime, mm-hmm. UA High. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Are you going beyond plus ultra? <laughs> when they announced Horizon Zero Dawn, I absolutely was. <laughs> oh, I felt the same for Resident Evil 8. <laughs> yeah. But um but yeah. Did you say your power levels over eight thousand? <laughs> yeah, you could say that. <laughs> but um but yeah, so besides that though, those were the ones that kind of knocked it out for me. Was was there anything that kind of was like, eh, meh for you? Basically, anything I didn't name. Yeah. 
Um, the let's see, the Castle Storm two didn't look like my kind of game. I thought the trailer was funny. A game mm-hmm. so nice they made it twice. Uh, I was like, that, that's clever. <laughs> yeah. um, the Ranch Sim, no, I. I saw Ranch Sim as one of the games that was announced. I got excited thinking, hey, we might have a Harvest Moon-like game. Nah, I keep dreaming. <laughs> no, it was not my thing. Uh, let's see. Unto the End and Blue Fire, neither one. They just kind of fell flat for me. They didn't look like mm-hmm. bad games, just not my style of game. That's fair. Um, but yeah, this was a less eventful conference. They didn't have as many trailers. They spent most of the time on interviews and giving more in-depth gameplay, which is, you know, really cool. Uh, It's good that they're spending time with the developers and letting them show off their game. Agreed, agreed. Uh, I think there was one uh, game, though, interview that I just, I don't know, like I I was kind of sitting here laughing because I was just like, yeah, this isn't for me. And that was um, uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it, I'm like I'm, I know, like you, you said, it was relaxing for you, man. But I just, I just couldn't do it. Like I kept thinking, like there is a, there's probably a market for 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 this game for someone and everything. But it's, it's just not me. Like um, I, I'm not. It seems very technical and everything, and it's just like the way it was described in terms of like, oh, well, you have to, you know, do this. But if you do x then it could like blow up on you and everything so you have to be careful and then if you like put your hand on the pipe you can hear the fuel in it and everything to make sure it's safe before you cut it and everything i'm just like uh this kind of technical games like this these just aren't my aren't my style it's not the kind of stuff i want to play but i'm sure for some people it it is (laughs) think of it as a puzzle game Mm -hmm. which is basically what it is it's a variant of a puzzle game okay okay I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, I guess the to solve the problem. Yeah. yeah. I guess for, it's just like certain puzzle games and more like if you say puzzle game Tetris, then I'm all over it. But this kind of physical manual, just kind of like pulling things out and then having to, you know, check for stuff like, eh, I don't know. That, that's not it my feels class. very deliberate. Mm-hmm. Something you can't play. You have to take your time and think it through. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not a bad game. It just wasn't my style. Um, I'm giving it a shot. So. Okay. Well, if you give it a shot, let me know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and the other game I thought was just mm, was uh, sorry, but the people who made Skate XL like uh, there was I was just like please. Tony Hawk, save me. Like, uh, like, save I don't know, me, man. I only hope. Yes, basically. I was just like, everything just seemed so off. Like, I didn't like, it felt very slow to me. Uh, there was texture pop, pop-ins, like, out the wazoo. And I don't know, man. It's just like the tricks and everything. I, di- I didn't feel the rush. Like, I didn't feel anything, you know. Uh, Tony Hawk, like, I don't know how physics in terms of i'm pretty sure that the physics in tony hawks are very highly exaggerated and everything considering all the tricks and stuff you can do and flying up in the air and everything but like i guess i just prefer that kind of exaggeration over the the kind of dull boring stuff that i saw man like <laughs> like, like i don't want a skate simulator if i wanted yeah. that i can go out and skateboard i have one 
Yeah, yeah. I want yeah. people to like go up a half pipe at ninety miles an hour and fly two hundred feet in the air. Exactly, exactly. And I was just I was missing that rush and like the kind of rush that I feel with Tony Hawk. I was just like, yes, just a few more months and I can cleanse my eyeballs. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm just it, I wasn't feeling it, man. I just wasn't. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, it didn't didn't jump to me either. I was yeah. watching it. And I'm like this. Uh, Maggie was watching the conference with me. She goes, turns to me and says, "Skating video games just feel so early 2000s." Oh, youch. I yeah. mean, she's she's not wrong, but hey, we're we're getting a revival. Well, you wait till Tony Hawk comes out. It's it's gonna be new. It's gonna be fresh. It's gonna be everything we want. So, <laughs> at least I hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope so too. They say it's supposed to be as about as true to the source material as a game can be. Okay, well then, I mean, if they're aiming for that, then it's not really too many ways you can mess up. I hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, well, is there anything else we want to touch on? Because that's about the end of the games. Oh uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, well, we can just talk about some of the new stuff we've learned since yesterday, real quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you told me about the PS5. Yes, um, there is. Uh, we do have confirmation that you can actually lay the PS5 down and everything, and it should be able to function right. So I know that was one of the questions we both had yesterday. Yeah, and everything. So, um, so yeah, it does like you can do that. that chart of the size comparison, and it looks like it's going to be tall right? versus every other console. Yeah, I was really surprised when you sent me that. I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be gigantic. Like, yeah. I had no idea how big it was going to be. Um, it was a quarter much as high as the Xbox Series X, if not more. It's mm -hmm. it's a good-sized console. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Will you be – so eventually when you do get it, will you, will you be standing it up or are you going to lay it down? I think I'll stand it up. It looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'll try to decide. Yeah, the only fear I have about that, though, is I remember like with like the Xbox 360, like you could stand it up. But if it got I don't know if they fixed this later. It's been a while. So I remember. But if you had it knocked down, then in a disc was in there, it would scratch the crap out of that disc. Um at least that's what happened to me once. Like I, I was playing a game and my Xbox fell over while I was playing the game, and I just hear, <laughs> and that game was gone, man. <laughs> so I just have a little bit of a fear now. It's like with standing up consoles, I'm just like, I would love to stand that thing up, but I might stand it up for a little bit, but more than likely, it's probably going to be laying down flat. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I do know the scratching of discs was an issue with the 360. So, uh, with any luck, the base is more sturdy and mm. it'll be more secure this time. It did look like it was like kind of like on a base. Like, is that part of the console, or is like the base part of the console, or is it like the console's put on that base? Like, I'm assuming it's probably put on that base because it okay. was about this wide. So. If it's part of the console, you can't lay it down on its side without it being, you know, at an angle. That, yeah, that's very true. Very true. Yeah. So it's probably just like it comes in the box with the console would be my guess. Like if you want to stand it up, use this. Okay, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I can dig that. 
Um, and the other thing that we found out today was uh, Spider-Man. Uh, we found out that it's uh, it's not an expansion. It's a game along the lines of Uncharted Lost Legacy. Uh, so, but it's not a full-on full game. So it's somewhere in between and everything. So well, do you have any thoughts on that, Pat? It's not Spider-Man 2, but considering Peter Parker is the protagonist of the Spider-Man series, I'm not at all surprised that we're getting the spinoff. If yeah. they keep the gameplay the same or you know improve on it some and incorporate the plot line of this game with the next Spider-Man game, I've got mm. no issues with it. It'll be cool to play as Miles Morales. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, but do you, in terms of like, say, if this game was to launch as like a launch title for PlayStation Five, would that be enough to get you to buy a PlayStation Five like day one? If I were on the fence, no, no. Okay, like yeah. I'll buy one day one just to stay informed, so I can be up to date with all the news and what's happening, and be so I can talk knowledgeably about the console. But it that game is not a system seller for me. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, if it was like, say, a full on Spider-Man 2, then that would probably that would be more in the mark. I mean, I absolutely love the Spider-Man game. Mm -hmm. But even with that in mind, I don't know that it would be a system seller. I'm waiting for that killer app. Like we know Horizon um, Forbidden West is not going to be out day one. Yeah, that's what it would be. That's what it would take if I were on the fence to sway me over to buying a PS5 day one. Mm -hmm. Um. As it stands, I will probably pick one up immediately anyway. Um, mm -hmm. But so far, nothing has been announced that makes me go, oh, I have to have this game. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I believe, though, that that is pretty much about it. This is a very short Deep Dish Gaming episode. Um, I, I feel like we're still kind of recovering from yesterday and all of... So, uh, plays the PlayStation showcase and everything. Um, do you have any other news or any sort of gaming related stuff you want to talk about, Pat? Nothing that really comes to mind. Um, like I mentioned earlier, uh, No Man's Sky is now on Xbox Games Pass. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan of the game, as you all know. I've mentioned it many times in the past. Uh, yes. <laughs> the VR experience is fantastic. Also, yeah, that's something worth mentioning. Yeah, players in VR and out of VR can play together. It doesn't change it up. Oh, that's um, nice. It's really cross-platform. Mm -hmm. And if you've never tried it, this is a good risk-free way to do it. Um, they've really made improvements from its original release. Uh -huh. uh, they also added a game called Battletech, which I've been interested in for a while. It's like a Mech warrior s tactical shooter. Okay. Um, then another game called Endless dungeon i think it was called and a few others which i'm not familiar with the game pass library continues to grow so yeah um yeah. beyond that i don't really have any gaming related things to talk about i okay. still i haven't touched a video game in like three weeks <laughs> i oh yeah, no well, that, that, i did i sat down and played a game on pc for like 20 minutes one day what'd you play it was called Magica. Magica? Crystal, yeah, Magica. It's like Crystal Chronicles in a way uh -huh. where you can combine spell types to create effects. Mm -hmm. 
I played that for a few minutes just online, but I've been so busy with everything. But now I'm getting settled in and I'm getting ready to go on like a two day long gaming binge. Nice. What are you going to start off with first? Seven. There you go. Finally. <laughs> I need to talk to you about seven. I need to. Like, there's lots of stuff we need to go over. <laughs> yeah. I can only avoid spoilers for so long. I've got to get this one out of the way. I'm honestly surprised you've avoided them for this long. <laughs> I just haven't been on social media. Huh. <laughs> it helps. Hmm. Oh, well, there is one more extra news that I just uh, saw on here, which was that um, uh, Astro's Playroom, uh, that game is going to be preloaded on every PS5. So, really? yeah. So it'll be pretty much like a game for free. And I love the Astro Playroom anyway. So, yeah, wasn't that basically what happened with the original P- with the PS4? Um, was it? Was it like it was just called the Playroom and that was. Was, never wait, it. wasn't was the playroom specifically for VR? No, it was. Uh, it wasn't. Okay, it, I'm I'm trying to remember. Way before that, it was okay. Yeah, I think I think that came preloaded. Huh? Or was it free download or something? Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, I guess I just. I distinct, distinctively remember using it just for the VR, but there there probably was something before then, and I'm just not thinking of it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been years. When did the PS4 come out? 2013? Uh, that sounds about right. I'd say, yeah, I'd say probably 2013. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, um, so that looks like that's pretty much about it. Um, I don't really have anything else to really say. I guess we will check back. Um, I believe IGN's last day of gaming is going to be this upcoming Monday, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, well, so There are multiple days, days of gaming, but I think the last one that's trailer-focused and announcement-focused will be Monday. Yeah, yeah. We'll be having speedruns for a lot a while to come and they're going to have events in july as well revolving around the xbox conference mm-hmm. I, for, for what it's worth i have to say those speed runs that they do are pretty impressive <laughs> yeah like i watched the the one guy who had, had beaten like do, the new doom game in like an hour and a half and i'm like how like how are you doing this it's insane and everything but you know it's pretty cool i i like seeing the the gaming community be able to just bum rush through like what should be like an eight to like 10 hour game in like no time at all. <laughs> I want to watch that series IGN has called Developers React, where they just watch people speed run and break their games. <laughs> it seems fun. Yeah, yeah, that does seem like a pretty uh, fun thing to watch. Um, but yeah, but I think that pretty much does it here. Um, yeah. I, uh, one thing worth noting the PC gaming conference is tomorrow. Oh, is it? Okay, my bad. I always forget about the PC gaming stuff. <laughs> Let me... Let's see. It is Saturday, June 13th at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. Huh. Okay. Well, I will be taking notice of that. I mean, I don't really know what to expect. I don't know what, like... Like, you know what's weird is that we always... Uh, like, it's always on the list of, like, our E3 schedule around this time, but I don't think any of us ever watched the PC gaming show. 
No, I mean, I have a PC and I game on it quite a bit, but I just, there still feels like there's that divide between PC and console gamers, and I would say both of us fall firmly in the console camp. Yeah, most definitely, yep. I mean, I like, I like PC gaming, I just, Mm. it's not my exclusive platform, I probably spend more time on the Xbox than any other console. Mm Mm-hmm, Yeah. Um, I'll be looking into it and everything. If there's something worth noting, you know, I'll, we'll probably mention it by Monday and everything, but yeah, I'll just probably just be skimming it. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got some plans tomorrow, so I probably won't be able to watch it live. Yeah, exactly. Me too. But, um, but yeah, but anyway, uh, so I think that pretty much does it for this episode of deep dish gaming um and again you can follow us on twitter uh name tag is filthy casual that's k-a-z-u-a-l and pat this is extremely long one what is it it is i set it up to be your professional account now it's kind of my catch-all for everything it's uh patrick (laughs) f underscore hern there you go (laughs) (laughs) it's all right man it's it's not a bother i'm sure i'm sure um and you could also look us up on YouTube. Obviously, if you're watching, you're watching on YouTube anyway. And we're also available to listen to on Spotify. So if you ever need to listen to some friendly voices on the go, we're here to entertain you. And uh, yeah, so I think that pretty much does it. And uh, again, you guys have a great, great day, great weekend. And uh, we will see you all Monday. Yep, Monday, probably about the same time. Yeah, probably about the same time. (laughs) All right. You guys have a good one. Later.